Welcome Northeast Conference fans to our latest NEC Now podcast on the NEC Overtime Pod. Today I am joined by Regis College Dean of Athletics, Pam Roker. The former Wagner women's basketball head coach and athletics administrator currently serves as the NEC women's basketball TV analyst. Today we will be discussing the role of women in sport and gender equity in women's basketball. Dean Roker, thank you for joining me today. Uh, thank you so much, Morgan. I'm really happy to be here. Of course. So I just want to go back in your history a little bit. You competed on the women's basketball team at the University of Wisconsin Green Bay, where you were a two-time captain and the Phoenix's all-time leader in single game, single season, and career assists. Prior to college, though, you were growing up in the wake of Title IX. What was it like being a female athlete in high school, then college, in that first decade after Title IX was signed into law? Yeah, I was right on the cusp. So I graduated high school in 1979 in Madison, Wisconsin. I went to a bigger high school, almost 2,500 students. So I think we were a little bit ahead of the curve in terms of the number of teams we sponsored, uh, the opportunities to use facilities, game times, access to coaching. So I do think I, I benefited uh, just from the size and, and maybe just maybe some of the uh, politics in Madison. I think I was very lucky. Uh, and certainly when I continued to Green Bay, I would actually say that Green Bay and UW Green Bay Phoenix women's basketball, Morgan, was probably a little bit ahead of the curve. Okay. We had a, uh, a radio station that covered our games. We had a pep band that even traveled with us occasionally. And we played the, to pretty full houses. So we had a, a college uh, chancellor that really bought into the value of women's athletics. And as we continue to talk and we talk about mentors and role models, mm -hmm. I think uh, the fact that the Green Bay program was so established, I just was very lucky. Um, and did that influence your decision to go there, just like knowing how much support the women's team had? Well, it was really interesting. So back then, um, Green Bay was an AIAW Division II institution, mm -hmm. and they actually had a tryout for a scholarship. So about 20 guards were invited uh, to do a series of skill tests to play a scrimmage against current team members. We were charted on some shooting drills. And I actually earned the scholarship that day. Oh, wow. So it was a really, it was a, a great occasion uh, in 1979. And, and certainly I couldn't have asked for a better career in the way things ended up. I'm very proud to have played for the Phoenix and uh, just feel very lucky to have been put in that situation. Yeah, that's, that's really great. Um, in your introductory video to Regis College, you said one of my mantras is to be the best you can be, whatever that is. Having the opportunity to have a mentor, have a coach, be a part of a college program that really formed me when I played. So during your time at Green Bay, you were notably coached by a woman all four years. How did this sort of mentorship influence not only your athletic career, but your coaching and administrative careers over the last nearly four decades? I know. Thanks for mentioning that. Four <laughs> decades. Now, I'm glad you worked that in. That's true. So I played for Carol Hammerly, the yes. legendary coach. She did 25 years uh, at Wisconsin Green Bay, took the team from AIAW through NAIA all the way into NCAA Division One. She won at every level, and then she went on to have a career at Northern Illinois University. So Carol has been a friend, a mentor, a role model. Uh, absolutely the fire was lit in terms of I think the combination wanting to be a coach as a career but also that idea of competitiveness uh, of, of being the best you could be whatever that is whether that's in the classroom whether it's on the playing field whether it's in your academic major it's something I really bought into and like to encourage our student athletes at Regis to buy into as well and live that kind of mantra that you called it uh, but Carol Hammerly was absolutely 
uh, one of the first and strongest mentors I've been lucky enough to have. Yeah, that's, that's really great. Um, and on the flip side of that, you have been that female head coach, having held numerous coaching positions throughout your career, including as the head coach at Wagner from 1990 to 1998, where you were the program's second winningest head coach and was even named the New York State Division I Coach of the Year in 1998. What advantages have you seen firsthand that female athletes can receive from having these female coaches? Well, you know, I think, you know, back then, that was a long time ago when I got that head coaching job, I was 29 years old and I had it until I was 37. So in, in one way, you know, we're walking in the same footsteps as the current players, right? We've done it, we've lived it, we understand the sacrifices. So I think that's one way, that's a very easy role modeling. I think the other thing, and I mentioned that word before, it's that idea of how do you compete? You know, we used to talk about everybody wants to win. Mm -hmm. And you can really translate that and you can use that in any kind of an industry. Everybody wants to be the best dentist or everybody wants to be the best at their craft. But what are you doing to put yourself in that position to win or to be the best? So I think uh, I, I would say team members of mine learned uh, about preparation. I think they learned about the will to compete and that it's okay for a woman to compete and want to be the best. I think they learned how hard it was and how hard it is every day, uh, how you have to bring it, how you have to really work at it, how you have to sacrifice. And sometimes that still isn't gonna be enough, but you keep at it. So I think in terms of having a female kind of demonstrate those things, you know, I've never really done a specific analysis over a male coach versus a female coach, but I do think it is valuable for young women to have a female coach that they can really identify with on a different level uh, kind of exude those same qualities. Yeah, and it seems like you really focused on the complete person, not just the athlete, which I think is really great. Um, and then following your coaching career, you transitioned into administrative roles at Wagner from 1999 to 2003, holding titles such as Associate Athletic Director and Compliance Coordinator, Assistant Athletic Director, and Senior Women's Administrator. During this time, you also chaired the Gender Equity Subcommittee. Where have you seen the most progress in gender equity since your time on this committee almost 20 years ago? And what do you think remains to be approached? Well, I think when you look at Wagner back in those days, and I tried to, to try to do some history lessons in our pre, in preparation for our interview today. I think we added about seven sports over that 1990 to 98 time. So I think a lot of growth and opportunities for girls and women in sports. So I think that's fantastic. And I think that is not only across the Northeast Conference, but really coast to coast division one, two, and three. So I think there are some opportunities there. Um, the challenges that I see continually uh, revolve around um, schools that uh, perhaps um, salaries are out of line, mm -hmm. uh, maybe facilities are still a little bit inadequate for women. Um, I think that opportunity and that equal access to play in prime time, even as something as simple as a doubleheader, one night the men play first and then the next night the women maybe play the lead in game. Um, so I think there's some little things you can do that don't cost money all the way up, uh, Morgan, all the way escalated to, are we really looking uh, at salaries and how we're compensating people for their effort they're giving regardless of what they coach? Yeah. So you've also held um, positions like Director of Athletics and Recreation at Emanuel College and Athletic Director at Gain Academy, among many, many others. How did your past experiences as a female administrator and women's basketball coach prepare you to implement gender equity in your current role as Dean of Athletics at Regis? 
Well, I got very lucky taking the Regis job. Regis College was very gender equitable in all of those areas we talked about, and then a few more, whether it's travel considerations, whether you're talking about DMs, the type of practice facilities, access to athletic training, um, uh, all of those budgetary things, including salaries. So I walked into a pretty uh, good ship in terms of a gender equitable environment. Uh, what has helped me in the preparation leading to this job is that it's very front and center on my mind. We're always thinking about it. We're always talking about it. And we're trying to include our head coaches as much in those discussions so they also have an understanding of why this is important. Regis is interesting because one of those schools that was an all-female school that's now co-ed. So our, our undergraduate enrollment is heavily female. So our gender equity, actually, we have to look at our male athletes. But right now we sponsor 20 varsity sports, 10 male, 10 female. Um, so we're really a very large program for a, a school, a college, a university that's on the smaller size. Mm -hmm. So it's something that we're also very proud of and that we can support. And again, all the credit to uh, Regis in that they've made a commitment. All of our coaches are full-time. And we've also made a nice commitment where everybody has access to a graduate assistant coach. So That's it's a really great. nice uh, compliment to the head coach and a great role model for our student athletes. Yeah, that's, that's really great. Um, and as I mentioned before, you're the NEC Women's Basketball TV analyst. Now, the Northeast Conference is currently the only Division I conference where all the women's basketball teams are led by female head coaches. Why do you think the NEC has been so successful in promoting gender equity in this way? And how valuable do you think it is for the rest of the NCAA to see an example of success in this space? Yeah, well, I think it's really important and kudos to the NEC, but that starts at the presidential level, in my opinion. Certainly the athletic director, certainly our senior woman administrators, but the overall commitment and right down to the conference office, I think it's, it's, it's an amazing tribute that the, the, the NEC has all female coaches. What I also think it's a tribute to is these athletic directors and presidents have really expanded their field of candidates. They've widened their scope. They have an open mind in terms of looking at the top division two coaches, top assistant coaches. They really have an open mind when they're considering who's gonna be the next leader of their women's basketball program. And we've got a number of division two coaches and we know there's quality coaches at that level that have come into the NEC starting with Mary Burke her whole school transition to division one right yes. but Maria Marquezano we saw Monique LeBlanc last year uh, do an amazing job at Merrimack we have Heather Jacobs um, and then you've got the division one assistants I think a Jess Minetti at Sacred Heart Charlie Buscalia who obviously uh, the Robert Morris team has left uh, the Northeast Conference but again you have athletic directors who have thought ahead who have really given top assistants or top division two coaches that chance, to, that opportunity to step into a division one head coaching role. And they've really excelled. And I give the NEC a lot of credit for that. Just by way of wrapping up, do you have any final words of encouragement or advice for young women looking to pursue these careers in collegiate athletics or even looking to participate in an NCAA sport? Do it. Um, I've, I tell all of our student athletes at Regis College that I believe all the hype about athletics. I believe in the value of participating, everything from the fun, the enjoyment, lifelong friends, down to your ability is gonna improve when you're talking about dealing with adversity, you're becoming more resilient. 
you're understanding goal setting, you're understanding time management, loyalty, teamwork, all of those things. So I believe all of the hype about athletics. In terms of a long-term goal, I think it's been an amazing career path for me. I've never felt like I've worked a day. Uh, this pandemic has certainly put us into an entirely different strata in terms of uh, decision-making, uh, uh, work environment, right, where you're Zooming for home. Um, but I think even though we're in a really difficult time, I would encourage every student athlete to stay with it. Mm -hmm. Your coaches, your college administrators are going to keep fighting and advocating and supporting you. We want to get sports back. We want to get back on track, but we want to do it with everybody's health and safety first and foremost. So that's kind of my editorial on the pandemic. Uh, in terms of a career path, you know, I think it's a tough industry. Um, you know, people want to work in sports. They mm -hmm. have illusions of thinking it's fun, but we know that the demand uh, is greater than the number of opportunities. So I think if you have a pay your dues mentality, if you have the idea in your mind that you're going to get an internship, you're going to do whatever they ask you, uh, you understand it's a competitive industry, whether it's selling more sneakers, selling more tickets, winning more games, you're going to have to work. But I absolutely would recommend this career path to anybody. Uh, it's been very enjoyable and the different routes it's taken me down. I never would have been able to predict, but I've loved every one of them and I wish everybody a lot of luck. That was great. Thank you so much. And I really do appreciate you taking the time to sit down with me today. I really appreciate all of your insights. And I think it'll be really important moving forward. Um, that was NEC Women's Basketball TV Analyst and Regis College Dean of Athletics, Pam Roker. And this has been NEC Now.